Welcome to the Riches from the Pages daily podcast. I'm Evangelist Adam Borden. Now, I'd like to start a new study into one of the great chapters of the Bible, and we remain in Romans for this time period going forward. And we begin in verse number one of chapter number eight, one of the great chapters in all of Scripture. And we will go forward and we will see those wonderful, rich verses that we can draw from. And we begin today with just the singular verse, verse number one. It reads this way. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. This thought today comes to me as uh, a distinction between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation and conviction. Follow me through this. It says in this uh, verse, there is therefore now no condemnation. No condemnation. Condemnation, Webster's 1828 tells us, the judicial act of declaring one guilty, dooming him for punishment. And I notice this word also in these first uh, several words of the verse. It says now. There is therefore now. Uh, what do you mean now, Paul? Well, in previous verses in chapter number 7, Paul has been expounding the wretchedness of his sinful flesh, his Adamic nature, which wages constant war against the new man, the inner man, the spiritual man, which is eternally bound with the indwelling spirit of God. But now... Uh, I think a Lance Carpenter song, It's Different Now. Oh, look that one up. It'll bless your heart. John 14, 17 says this. That he tells us that another comforter was promised by the Lord who would be, he says, in you. There are so many more verses, and we just do not have enough time uh, to run all the references to the indwelling spirit that, that, that comes with the believer. You can take time and search out those riches in your study. Now notice this part of the phrase. It says, to them which are in Christ Jesus. So the Spirit is in us, and the believer is in Christ Jesus. Look at uh, over in, I'll skip ahead, chapter number 12, verse 5. It says this, so we being many, are one body in Christ and every one members one of another. Not only is the Spirit in us and we are in Christ, we are all one body in Christ. 1 John 4.13 says this, Hereby know we that we dwell in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. And this is where the characteristic of a Christian comes through. Notice this. He says, uh, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. This is a characterization that Paul is giving that identifies a believer. It is the outflow of the inward spirit that lives within. But the problem is, the push is, the rub is, we're still living in this earthly sinful flesh. 
I want to give you something that encourages me, and I had never seen it before until I began to study through these verses. Back in the Old Testament, in Ezekiel 36, 27, some of you great Bible students probably are way ahead of me on this one. It says, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, Brother Adam. That's Old Testament. That's right. He was promising. He was promising already all the way back in the Old Testament in Ezekiel's time that there would come a day when the Spirit of God would not just come upon men, but the Spirit of God would indwell man. But man is still sinful at times. Paul has already admitted to, and he's reminded us that even for him, the great apostle, this was a ultimate struggle, the spirit and the flesh. Galatians, he wrote over in chapter number five, verse 16, 17, he said this, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would do. In verse uh, Later down there, in verse number 25, it says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Now, my friends, I believe this is an issue with a lot of people. We, we as believers, we undergo conviction for our sins as the Holy Spirit corrects us. But the condemnation of sin was taken by the Lord on the cross when the penalty for our sin was paid. Many new believers, they get that confused. And I say it this way everywhere I go. When you were lost, God convicted you of your sin because you were lost. And you were still under condemnation of hell if you did not accept Christ. But God convicts you of your sins when you're saved because you're saved, because you're his. He says, my children, I, he said, I chastise my children. I, I, I correct my children because I love them. And so don't be dismayed by a feeling of, of gloom when we sin and guilt. There is forgiveness for the believer. But that conviction is in no way as stout as the condemnation that we stood in as sinners. The struggle continues, though, does it not? Day in and day out. Our humanity struggles against our eternal spirit and the spirit of God that lies within us. But we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Let's think on these things, and tomorrow... We'll search for more riches from the pages of God's Word. You can find out more about us at evangelistadamborden.com.